Jimmerstown Speedway proudly presents Rapid on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, here's Rapid on Racing. Can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight Or the rain Streaming and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, says us the star-spangled Listeners, I want to welcome my co-host, Dave Oliveri. Dave, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well, Don. I had had a fun weekend. had an opportunity to head up to the Motor Mountain Masters on Saturday. Some great racing. There were some intermittent showers, but everybody persevered, and they got the race in. Yeah, Billy Rebar, uh, in his reports, talking about all the sacrifices that his team made and what an excellent job... By pulling off the race, I think they only got like 88 laps in, but uh, Mother Nature just wasn't going to cooperate. So he will go into detail about uh, everything that they had to do to make this happen. And we can't say enough. You were up there. You saw some of the rainouts. uh, A little bit of each time when it rained. uh, What did they do? Well, the first rain came around. That's three three thirty, and it was a light one. But again, it was just enough to dampen the track, and that's when I had a chance to go out and through the pits and, and talk to some of the local drivers up there because the the guys for the Motor Mountain Masters they were there getting set and ready for qualifying and things, and they weren't really available. So I have a real nice interview that I did with Adam Kostelnik, but then around five o'clock we were. Everybody was lined up again. They were ready for qualifying, and Mother Nature didn't cooperate again. Then they got the track dried, and then for opening ceremonies, we were getting ready to go, and Mother Nature struck again. And one consolation, Don, is at least with asphalt, if you know it might take a little bit of time to dry it, the track was still warm from the warm days, and uh, they persevered through. So 
you know, through the delays, you know, the guys from, you know, Lenny Baticki and uh, Mark Darrow were keeping the fans informed. You know, Flo had a delay, but then finally they, they got it started and they, you know, they got some racing in. I understand you also had a chance to talk to Preston Cope. I did, and uh, I think it'll be good, as we alluded to a couple weeks ago, Preston is going to be joining us on a part-time basis on Rapid and Racing. So I had a chance to talk to him about his first interview and uh, his background, and he's, he's, he has a good background in marketing, and we chatted, and I told him you know, how well I thought his interview is and what he was going to do for the next uh, remaining weeks. And so I, I think when, we, when you play that, Don, the listeners will now hear or respect it because he's kind of unique. Not only is he helping up the Jennerstown on some of their commentary, he's going to be helping us. He runs an asphalt pro stock, and then at the same time he runs a rush modified. So he's a little versed in everything. He's a pretty interesting guy, and I always enjoy talking to him. Uh, Tyler Harris and Bill Korch have excellent coverage of the George Memorial, and he'll be sharing all that with us uh, this evening. And then we also have an interview with first-time hobby stock winner Jonathan Kintelis. I'm going to be interesting to hear that myself because the night that he picked up the first win, as we alluded to last week, there was a lot of scenarios that happened that night. It wasn't really on the racetrack. It's what happened you know, well, on the racetrack and in a situation that happened in the pit area, and I'm sure Jonathan's going to explain that, but, uh, you know, let's get Tellus boys, they're, you know, along with their dad and, you know, Cody, and they're just uh, picking up wins never seems left and right. There's so many Catelluses racing that I had to take a minute and jot down each car number and each driver. So when I did the interview, I wouldn't miss anybody, but a very interesting guy. It was a nice interview. And I, uh, we're going to share the uh, fan appreciation walk that you did at Pittsburgh. It's actually in two segments. You want to explain how and what that is? You know, what it is, we, we talked a little bit about last week. We didn't give too much away. Fan appreciation night is a night that it's a favorite for so many people. Not only it's a favorite for the drivers, but it's a favorite for the fans. And what I wanted to do, I mean, you have... 50, 60, 70 cars parked on the front straightaway, so you can't talk to everybody. Uh, you'd like to get an interview and say, hey, let's sit down and talk. So what I did, I kind of took something from an old Michael Waltrip theme that he did for NASCAR a couple years ago when he was running down to pits, he's talking to Jimmy Johnson, he's talking to Kyle Busch, and, you know, what are you doing? So everything that we did was kind of it was off the cuff. It was kind of funny. There's some jabs in there to some of the drivers, and it's just the general consensus is it had to be their favorite night of the year, and to see the smiles on these kids' faces, on I mean, you can't see it on a podcast, priceless. Well, I enjoyed listening to it doing show prep, and it's outstanding. Well, Dave, uh, we're coming up on a commercial. Uh, I'd like you to come back in the second hour, and we'll do results. But do you have any closing thoughts on the opening? I, I don't. I could uh, go on and on about things, but as I tell, I tell the listeners, our seasons are it's getting a little bit shorter. we got some specials coming up. Get out there no matter where you are and support your local grassroots racing. I had a chance at Jennerstown on Saturday night. 
to meet with Pat Stefano. He's a state senator up in the, the Johnstown area, and just showing the value to him of what local racing is. And it just, he's been to the track before, which is good. And it was just, I got a chance to walk with him and Billy Rebar and, and the owners. And it was just, I, I think it's the more that we can put in the state representatives' hands, because I don't think a lot of these guys realize these little nuggets that we have, these hundred racetracks in Pennsylvania, what they bring in on a revenue basis on a, on a, on a yearly total. And for them to come out, so I know myself, you and Robert Johnson, you know, we're trying to promote this as much as we can because uh, not it may not be as big as NASCAR, but on a weekly basis, it's probably uh, more greater attended numbers and whole. So that's my closing for the week, Don. Well, the, a politician has to realize the economic impact of seeing all those people there. I mean, uh, maybe they had to buy gas. Maybe they needed to go to a motel. Maybe uh, on the way home they stopped at a restaurant. It's just incredible, and they have to be aware of that. And I think this uh, Stefanik sounds like a good guy, and he's on the right page. Well, in talking to Robert, they they did an economic survey during the firecracker weekend uh, in June for the Sarver, Butler, that area up there. And by the time they totaled out, now again, these are sometimes a little skewed, but with the amount of race teams that were there, which were in excessive place, 100, 120 cars, the economic impact in that area, Dawn, you ready for this? $5 million. I believe it. That might even be low. Yeah. It, it may be. So the senators need to open their eyes and the, your representatives, but also from the listeners and our fans, when you get out there and have a chance, talk to them and, and tell them about your little racetrack in your air because uh, in the long run, it benefits you as a fan and it benefits the drivers and it benefits everyone. Dave, great report. Again, I'll get back to you in a second hour and we'll do the results. Thank you. Look, Looking forward to it, Don. This is the Banker Bob Thought for August the 8th. 2022. Let's say you do everything right. You save your money. You take full advantage of a 401k. You stay employed long enough to qualify for a decent pension. I think you'll find out, as I have, that old age comes at a very, very bad time. Hey, this is Joey Logano, and you're listening to Rapid On Racing. Fans joining us now as a gentleman had a pretty rough night on Saturday, but he got it all done. Billy Rebar from Jennerstown. Billy, how are you? Oh, I need a couple of days to recover, Don. It was an extended weekend, both Friday and Saturday. Uh, Mother Nature, just, she'd been a fan all year long, but it must be her time of the month because she just didn't really uh, want to cooperate this weekend for the fifth annual Motor Mom Masters, but at the end of the day, we were able to uh, accommodate these drivers from, I believe, nine different states, and we were able to get the show in. You have to, well, we talk about it so many times, how good your officials are, and what a nice job they did. And I understand that they even had their own cars out on the track helping to dry it. So on Jennerstown Speedway would be nothing without the group of individuals. I mean, we have wonderful owners, wonderful concession workers, 
but my officials have gone above and beyond anything you could ever ask for. You know, a lot of people say, I'm passionate about the racetrack. This group of guys share the exact same passion. Uh, you know, you tell them to be there at 9 in the morning, they're there at 8. You know, it's, it's midnight, and we're still cleaning things up. Those guys are the most dedicated group of people I've ever met. Uh, as you mentioned, when it came time to help drive the track, they were out there in their own personal vehicles. Not because I told them to, not because I asked them to, but because they did it on their own. Um, Craig Epley, who kind of handles all our tire and fuel sales and the organizations and the, the tech building, he left the track Friday night and didn't get home to 4 in the morning because he had flooding at his mother-in-law's, and guess what? He was back at the track at 8.30 in the a.m. Um, it is just an amazing group of people. I think everybody from everyone that was there just seen how hard we tried and worked to get that track back at numerous times from passing cells that were not supposed to be there. Um, but it was a rain shortened. We only got 88 laps with 150 in. But at the end of the day, we got a lot of tip of the hats and nods, and uh, we made a lot of great first impressions at Jennerstown. Well, the fact that your team is so dedicated kind of reflects back to the the guy that's in charge, and that's you. And you, you're kind of humble about some of the things you accomplish, but the best way to get people on board is by example. And they see what you do, and they see you do a lot of things that you shouldn't have to do, and that doesn't go unnoticed. You know, I appreciate that, Don, but I only work as hard as the next guy, and uh, they they push me to work even harder, and it's just a great group of guys and uh, great friendship amongst the entire group. Let's talk about Lenny, Mark, and Matt. Yeah, so this weekend, the, the race was broadcast on Flow Racing. Uh, we brought in a little bit of more of the experts as far as with the broadcasting team. Our, our buddy, Nate Brigotti, was actually away on vacation, and said, hey, go enjoy yourself. It's probably going to be your last vacation to become, become a father. So we brought in the hired guns. We brought in Lenny Paticki, who has a long history of announcing. Mark Darrow, who's on the PRN network that calls a lot of the NASCAR races. And Matt Prior from Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana. Matt Prior is just a natural. He's really, really great. They do a wonderful job. and can't thank them enough for helping us out for the 5th Annual Masters. The, the young man that won the race, Evan Shotko, uh, I had never seen or heard of him prior to that, but he was really smooth. Yeah, I believe this is his third Masters he's attended last year in the opening laps. He had a right front hub break, didn't get many. He was the first car out of the race, and they really wanted redemption. Uh, Evan and his family, it's a family organization. He runs Van Dorn chassis, but Evan does a ton of work on his cars builds a lot of front suspension components and you know notebooks win races and they've done their research and he was fast all weekend in practice and you know he's a regular at the berlin speedway he's actually won two in a row he's going to go for the thirty thousand dollar win this week on i think it's wednesday at the money in the bank for a chance there and you know he's got some momentum going into it but i think he had a little luck of the draw dawn so what we did is, since we eliminated heat races because of the rain in the area, we did a top eight redraw. They picked the hat, whatever numbers on the hats where they started. Well, Evan was going across the scale pads, and somebody had to pull a starting spot. Well, it was me They went up and grabbed the lucky keen parts hat, and wouldn't you know, it pulled position for Evan Shotko. 
And I believe he led every lap, Don. He was really smooth. And I kept thinking, you know, like McDonald and Joey Paul, they were there, and, and every once in a while they get real close, but uh, he had it covered. Yes, the Michigan man made it happen. and you know, The Northeast guys, hats off them to Don. There are such class acts racers that come from the Northeast. A lot of them race with our buddy Mike Parks up there in the Grand States Pro Stock Series, but just wonderful people. I mean, my favorite, my son, who's sitting here on my lap, listening to our interview here. Who's your favorite driver from the Northeast, Cole? Derek Griffith. Derek Griffith. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple weeks ago, the kids running Xfinity race, and Saturday morning, he's playing football with my kids. Um, what a humble person. Loves racing. Unfortunately, he had some distributor issues he had to work out. He's kind of stuck around here on Sunday to hopefully figure that out before he heads to Berlin for that $30,000. But, you know, we forget sometimes, Don, that these guys aren't just all business race car drivers. They're family men. They have kids. They have uh, siblings. They have boyfriends, girlfriends. But they always make time for the, the, the kids in the sport, and that makes it all worth it. Well, you've created a situation there with uh, the campers that uh, when they're not racing, they can interact with the other drivers and the kids can have a good time. And I know your boys, they love that because they're always uh, visiting with someone. Oh, they feel like celebrities. Uh, Derek actually brought his camper down and was camping right next to us. So had a lot of fun hanging out with those guys. And, you know, hats off to the tire specialist, Wesley Weeder. He's a great guy that comes in and it's amazing the people you make in meet in this sport. I never thought I'd be talking to Mike Garvey. Grew up watching him in the ASA days. He actually now helps Chris Davidson, who's all the way from Texas, 21-hour drive to Jennerstown. And they actually set fast time, sat on the you know new record for the Motor Mountain Masters, won a $1,200 Traeger smoker, compliment of P-State Supply, or Kingston Supply, sorry about that, um, just a great weekend, meet some great people, and I can't wait to do it all again. I was happy that he got a top 10, actually finished, uh, what, fifth, I think, uh, top five, because to travel that far, you'd want to have something good happen. Oh, he left there with a huge smile on his face. So just great weekend. That's what the weekend's all about. Hopefully we have a little talk with Mother Nature, sit down. I mean, this, this weather for August on is just so uncharacteristic for our region. And... Uh, we had to make a go at it. We felt we had a window. They said we had a window. Radar said we had a window, and it just didn't quite work out. But all in all, uh, I think everybody felt they got their money's worth and move on from here and continue to keep growing at Jennerstown. Now, obviously, the support divisions only got their heats in. How will that be handled? So they will make up those features. Uh, these were considered a special event. So those fields that qualified in the heats are locked in. Uh, no one else will be able to join the field. Typically, if it would have just been a regular show, we'd let them, but there was an entry fee paid, uh, a lot of commitment going into this. We will make up those features. I don't have the time and date at this time. We just haven't gotten that far ahead. Uh, they will make up and run two features in the night, one of which will be this special event. Samantha Osborne's adapting quite well to Jenner's time. Yeah, and she's getting a huge fan base on um Samantha's a heck of a will person. I can't call her a will man, obviously. But yeah, yeah. When you hear someone like Adam Kostelnik, who's done this forever and has some of the most wins ever in a street stock, say that girl's the real deal, 
uh, he knows what he's talking about. So it's exciting to see her. And, you know, hats off to Chucky Kester. He's really been struggling this year. We pick on him all the time. We help him out as much as we can. And uh, he set the fast time in practice two consecutive times in a row. So it's not a feature win sticker, but we're going to get Chucky a sticker to put on his card that says, I won practice. So, But definitely a step in the right direction. Uh, talked to Chuck earlier in the week, and he had his gears in the car upside down. So it's amazing <laughs> how much uh, changing the gear ratio does, and now he can't overdrive the corner. So keep on fighting, Chucky. Got a lot of fans. Well, he doesn't have a lot of fans, but he's got some fans out there, Don. Yeah. All right, let's talk about uh, this coming Saturday. This coming Saturday will be the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Uh, excited to induct the class of 2022, two of which that are very dear friends of mine. One of our owners, Larry Hamminger, well overdue to his induction in the Hall of Fame. The other in which is Gary Boxer, the pace truck driver, probably the most famous pace truck driver in America. And we have great other candidates as well that will we'll be inducting on the front stretch this Saturday. Well, excellent report, as always. Any closing thoughts? Anything we need to add? No, Don, I just want to thank everybody for their hard work. Um, you know, we persevered this weekend. It wasn't without challenges, but, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. We got a lot stronger this weekend because it was uh, a lot of things were stacked against us, but I still call it a success. Well, Bill, I thank you. You have a nice evening. You do the same, Don. Thank you. This portion of today's program is brought to you in part by Curtis Power Solutions. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. I want to tell you a little bit about area auto racing news. Nice uh, newspaper. It covers a lot of good stuff. Some of the writers, Dave Moody, Ernie Saxton, Walt Weimer, Chuck Bollinger, Dave Dragovich, just to name a few. As a matter of fact, Bollinger, Dragovich, and uh, Weimer have been part of Rapping on Racing for many, many years. You can get 50 issues for $56. But what I like best is a digital subscription, which is $45. Really neat uh, paper. If you need more information, you can give them a call at 609-888-3618. That number again for Area Auto Racing News, 609 888 3618. You won't be disappointed. Race fans, this is late model champ Barry Audi, and you're listening to Rapid on Race. Now let's get back to the show. We're at the Motor Mount Masters, and joining us is Adam Kostalnik. Adam, a lot of laps here. My take 
for 2022. You're having fun. Four wins, you're driving one of Dale's cars. But the thing that you do, you're having fun with it, but you're also teaching Angie and these other kids to learn how to race and have fun the same way. Yeah, that's what it's about, just getting everybody better. And To me, I enjoy seeing her win or Dale win versus me winning. You know what I mean? Like, I don't race for points. I just race for wins. But, uh, you know what I mean? Seeing her win, like, that's been so nice. You know I mean, seeing a girl winning, and it's so great for a track. You know what I mean? There's people that stand in line getting their autograph. You know what I mean? And I'm here just to win races and have fun. And even today, I was helping the Keith Miller in a zero car doing a front end alignment on it because his guys didn't know how to do it. Like, I'm just here to help racers. You know, it's like you and Barry Audia. You guys are, I don't want to, you're old school. And a lot of these kids, they don't, if you, you can't read it in a textbook. And, or you can't go online and this is what we got to do. It's, it takes years. So when you say, okay, well, hey, you know, Angie, I, I think this is happening. And it's just like, their feedback's difficult. So, you know, like you were telling me a funny story where, and share it with the listeners, where you kind of like surprised her because you didn't, she didn't know she was behind you. Yeah, uh, Dell drove his car first at a hot lap, so then no one knew I got in the car. And then she was in, the, I was behind her. She radios to her mom, and I'm pushing her in the corner. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really kind words for the radio, but her, Diane got on radio and said if Dell hits her, he's gonna, she's gonna kill him. But it's a lot harsher words, but yeah, I mean, it, it helps her like learn how to drive in hard. But that's what I said. I'm here to teach everybody. Me and Barry get along real good. Like he said, I tell him, "You worry about the late models. I'll help them guys out in the Chargers and street stocks. That's more my cup of tea." But me and Barry get along. Super guy. Just talking to him for about ten minutes about stuff. I mean, you guys probably forgot more than most of these kids know. But again, you know, you don't have. I don't know how many more years you're going to do this. You know, you're still, you know, tinkering with the chassis. You know, along with AJ Poljack, and it, it's just. You gotta have fun doing it because someday you're not gonna. I don't think Adam Kostelnik is ever gonna walk away from this sport. I, I just don't think he might not be the driver behind the wheel, but in some capacity, you're gonna be involved, like you know, Katan. You, you can't get rid of him. Right. Well, I, I guarantee right now, like with McGill's, the McGill boys, I'll be racing with them. I remember Frankie Wayne, his dad's modified, and little Frankie's in a car carrier. I'm like, we gotta take him off the car to scale it, and now he's driving, winning races. So I'll always be involved with racing and how much longer I could drive. I, I could really don't care about driving that much anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather work on the car and someone else got there and when I've won my races. And, you know what I mean? Even every once in a while, Joe Kelly stops up and we always talk about how our dominators on wins don't uh, click as much as they did. But this year, I'm having a good year. I won four out of the last six races and maybe getting one tonight. If you didn't have any of those, what is it, transmission problems, you might have had six out of six or whatever it was creating problems. You're leading, you one to go, it stops, then you have another one, you're like three to go, something happens. And But you're in good equipment, and, and like we said, I hate to repeat, repeat myself, but when you don't have fun, it it's makes it difficult, and that's sometimes you got to say, okay, I need to walk away. Right, and that's a, that's the biggest thing. Like, it was we were in problems, and the vent was in the wrong place, and the, the second time I knew the seals were bad, so that was on me. But you know, my biggest thing is just come here, win races, have fun. You know what I mean? Because if you're not having fun, you don't want to do it. And, and that's what I said. Like, I enjoy helping everybody out, like going to Pittsburgh and seeing Zoe Knight win. I work with her dad every day, and, you know, the 13-year-old girl winning races, that she got autographs from Angie from when she, Angie was 13. So it's good to see to sport grow we need them young people and if i could help lead them and show them the way you know what i mean like just keep going with that and you talk about you know zoe knight i was down in pittsburgh last week and in that young guns division there's like five or six girls that are racing and 
that's and, and as we walk through fan appreciation night and I talked to so many of the drivers you know uh, Todd Welton Mike Ruff I said just think 10 or 12 years ago that was you but then I talked to the young girls I said these girls that are in the stands Adam they realize maybe in a few years that can be me I mean you have you know Lauren Butlers and all these people, and you have you have a female that wins. You have fans forever. Oh, absolutely, and that's really good for the track too. Like that, Young Guns at Pittsburgh is a great division for young teenagers. The way they got the rules set up, with no contact, and they really work with the drivers. Like, I mean, if you got a kid that wants to go race, and I'm not a big go kart guy, but like that is that is a great division. They keep getting more cars, and like my buddy Tony, his son's going to be 12, or he's 12 this year, and going to be 13 next year. We're already talking about putting him in a Young Guns car, but. Yeah, I mean, it's all about passing the torch to the next guy. Like, they, you know, Mike Backlund started me and taught me a lot of things, and now I pass it on to Anthony and my brother and, and just keep passing along to build the sport. Well, I know we're going to have a light field of uh, pro stocks tonight, but it's the sun's coming back out. Looks like the track's coming back. Continue to have fun, and we'll catch up later on in the year. All right, Dave, I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Uh, hopefully we get one today, and, uh, yeah, it looks like we'll get some racing in tonight. So thank you. This portion of today's program was brought to you in part by Curtis Power Solutions. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. 
And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. Unfavorable and uncertain weather conditions gave way to sunshine and picturesque skies on Saturday, August the 6th at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. It was the 33rd annual running of the Juke George Steel City Classic presented by Next Gen Outdoor Services for the Hovis Auto and Truck Supply Rush Dirt Late Models presented by Born to Run Lubricants. It was a Flynn's Tire Touring Series event, which meant some of the top local, regional, and even national stars were on hand to compete in the 50-lap showdown. Fans that weren't able to attend were able to watch live on Dirt.TV as they have the exclusive streaming rights for the event. Rapid on Racing's Bill Korch is on hand, and he files this report. Saturday night at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, it was the 33rd annual Joke George Memorial Steel City Classic. Sanctioned by the Rush Dirt Late Model Series and promoted by Brandon Lockwich. 37 cars were in the pits, with Logan Robertson setting the fast time. Four heat races were held, and Robertson won that first heat race, followed by Michael Doritsky, Tim Schaefer, and Tony Mussolino. In heat number two, Mike Reft was the winner, followed by Daryl Charlier, Brandon Burgoon, and Joe Martin. Heat number three went to Cole Petrell. Kyle Lucon was second, Jeremy Wonderling third, and Matt Latta finished fourth. And in the fourth and final heat, Ben Police the winner, followed by Michael Norris, Brandon Dillinger, and Dave Goebel. The top two from the two B-mains made it into the feature. Jake Gunn won the first B, followed by Brayton Santee. And it was Justin Chance in the other Lucon 184 car finishing first. Colby Behe was second. The top eight starting positions for the feature would be determined by the six-lap dash. And that again, won by Logan Robertson. Daryl Charlier finishing second. Kyle Lucon third. Michael Norris fourth. Then Cole Patrol, Mike Reft, Michael Doritsky Jr., and Ben Police rounded out the eight finishers. When the green flag dropped at the start of the 50-lap event, Robertson barely squeezed out the early lead, but it was short-lived as Charlier would take over the lead by the end of lap one. Lap three had Charlier still leading the field, with Robertson in second, Duretsky in third, Reft in fourth, and Norris holding down the top five. For the next couple of laps, Robertson began to ride side-by-side with Charlier until a lap five caution would slow the field. After a couple of more cautions on restarts, Norris continued his move to the front and took over the lead. A caution on lap 13 would slow the pace again for the 3J of Jeremy Wonderling, who had a left front flat tire. On the restart, Norris would keep his lead with the rest of the top five being shuffled around. At the halfway point, Norris and the front runners would start to move their way through lap traffic. Robertson was able to reel in Norris, and he would try to make the pass for the lead several times over the next five laps. He eventually got it on lap 30, with Norris right on his tail. Then, on lap 31, Norris got squeezed out by a lap car on the front stretch as he was battling for the lead, causing him to crash into the safety fencing as he rode the outside wall. He landed upside down on the track. Norris was okay, though, as he crawled out of the car before the safety crews arrived. Norris's badly damaged car was towed away, but the PPMS staff determined that the fence, although damaged, was okay for the race to continue. At that point, Charlier pitted for a flat tire while running third and had to tag the field when he returned to the track. On the restart, Robertson would retain his lead over the field, and it appeared that those remaining laps would run caution-free, giving him the win. However, on lap 48, the event's final caution would come out for a car that had trouble in turn three. 
Robertson would choose the inside on the restart, and he had Lucon to his outside in second, Schaefer in third, Reft in fourth, and Charlier, who had already made his way back to the fifth spot. When the green flag fell for the final time, Robertson was able to hold off Charlier and the rest of the field to win his first career Joke George Memorial Steel City Classic. In victory lane, Robertson talked about what he was thinking on that final restart. That last restart, man, it killed everything I had in me. Usually them things don't go right for me on the restarts like that. Uh, man, that last one, I just I knew it was over because Kyle, was, he was really good. And uh, I just gave it all I had. That was everything I had. And luckily, uh, it worked out tonight. And what about battling for the lead when Mike Norris hit the front stretch fence? Yeah, you know, I left Michael Lane up there, and I yeah, we was both beside the 84, and the next thing you know, Dad told me uh, that he flipped when we had that red flag, and I was like, oh, man, that sucks. But I really enjoy racing with Michael and, uh, you know, Kyle and uh, Daryl Charlier. They're all respectable racers. Uh, they all give me a lane. I gave them a lane. And Robertson talked about the importance of winning the Joke George Memorial. It means a lot. You know, I've come to this race twice, and I think the first race to start last, I took the lead with two to go, and Kyle got back past me. So I just, I imagine in my head that's what it was going to be like tonight, uh, you know, again, because he got me. And I wanted to win this race because Brandon pours his heart out into it, and he gets everybody to sponsor it. And it's just, it's a really cool deal to support him. Uh, I just hope in the future he gets more support. Second place finisher Kyle Lucon thought he had a shot and remembered that battle he had with Robertson in a previous Joke George race. I think maybe if I could have got Logan on that next to the last restart, we were kind of even at one point, and uh, he just slid up in front of me. I checked up for him. Uh, he did what he had to do, and we even talked about him in victory lane and joked about it a couple years ago uh, when we ran for that 11,000. He had to lead with just a few laps to go, and we made a move to get by him, so... Uh, definitely don't fault him. I probably have done the exact same thing. Uh, you got to do what you got to do in these big races. And Lucon thought track conditions were different, but good. Usually this place, you know, there's a lot of times we run right up against the fence or you're running the bottom, but not quite the way we're running the bottom tonight. Uh, there are a few times I hit the brakes for Mike Ref because I was worried about him wrecking his car. I clipped the inside guardrail, and I know a few times I clipped it, I could see the ear fold in. So uh, it was a lot of fun. You could definitely race all over. Everybody was using different grooves. So uh, if you could get this every week in, week out, you can't ask for anything better from a track crew. Veteran Tim Schaefer finished third. Yes, the Steel City Outlaw now in a late model. And he talked about racing against Mike Reft and having some fun. Uh, you know, I just never gave up. Uh, but Reft, you know, he raced me so clean, and I uh, made it a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, we went back and forth, and uh, that's what it's about, and I really enjoy that. And You know, it's done it for a living for so many years, and this is about having fun and enjoying it, and uh, tonight was a great night for that. Schaefer and Reft had a good battle going during the last portion of the race. Top 10 at the 33rd Annual Juk George Steel City Classic. Logan Robertson, the winner. Kyle Lucon finishing second. Tim Schaefer, third. Justin Chance, the hard charger of the race, moving up from 22nd to finish fourth, and Mike Reft was fifth. 6 through 10 went to Joe Martin, Ben Police, Michael Doritsky Jr., Dan Lepro, and Daryl Charlier. In the 12-lap rush late model non-qualifier race, it was Kaylee McManus the winner, followed by Noah Burnell, Jim Racy, Cassidy Kamaker, and Tom Klein. I'm Bill Korch, reporting for Rapid on Racing. The Penn Ohio Pro Stocks were on the card, and they kicked off the first feature event of the evening. Nick Kachuba of Burgettstown led the first two laps of the race. A.J. Poljak led the following two laps, and then it was all Kachuba from there. 
However, if it weren't for Poljak being at the right place at the right time, Kachuba's night may have had a different result. Hear for yourself why that is. He's climbing out of the car, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear for tonight's feature winner of the PPMS Penn Ohio Pro Sox, a driver out of Burkittstown, Pennsylvania, Nick Kachuba. Man, a lot happened in that race. A lot going on. You get a little bit of swirly coming out of turn number four there. Make a little bit of contact with AJ Poljak. Obviously, you two have a very high respect for one another. Obviously not intentional, but uh, you kind of use him to keep yourself straight. You regain the lead and you park it here on the front stretch. Well, thank God AJ was there because the car was going around. I don't even know what happened. It just snapped off from under me. And uh, AJ was there and just slightest little bit of contact, but straightened me back out and away we went. But thank you, AJ Poljak. <laughs> A little bit of extra drama over there in the tech area. What was going on? I don't know that they thought I was supposed to come out here right now, so they were taking their time teching it, but that's all right. Nothing to see under the hood or behind it. They can check whatever they want. Nothing to hide here for the driver out of Burgerstown, Nick Achu, but tell you what, it takes a crew of people, not only just a crew to help you every single week on this car, but it also takes some sponsors as well. Second win of the season, you get to do it once again. Let's thank those people. Yeah, for sure, as always. i got to thank my whole family that helps out, my dad, my d- brother, my mom. My wife, uh, my um, niece, that's what she is, my sister-in-law, they're all there to support. They do a lot for me to go racing as much as we do, uh, and I wouldn't do it without them. Uh, everyone, all the other friends and family that support us, uh, i got to thank the sponsors, Hagen, Berg Gaming, um, Clark and Chiropractic, Renegade Race Fuels, Mattergenic Solutions, Black Dog Wine Company, me, RYM Race Graphics, um, and I think that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it once again for tonight's feature winner of the PPMS Penn Ohio Pro Sox, the driver of the number 10 car, Nick Kachuba. The 2021 points champion for the Penn Ohio Pro Sox, Nick Kachuba, won his second race of the season. AJ Poljak would get the assist, but come home second. Tawny Charlier had a great run to run out the podium. Mechanical issues for Brian Hutchko resulted him with a fourth place finish, and Frank McGill was a DNS. Nick Kachuba also won the lone heat race. The Cheplik Packing Hobby Stocks were last but most certainly not least, as fans who stuck around got to enjoy one of the most dramatic finishes of the 2022 racing season. Frank McGill started on the front row and quickly surmounted an impressive lead. However, that would not deter Gary Catellis as he slowly and consistently closed the gap on McGill throughout the course of the 15-lap feature event. In the closing laps, Gary began showing his nose on the inside of McGill and made the pass for the lead as the white flag flew. Frank McGill made one last effort, diving to the inside of turn three. The two drivers rubbed doors and fenders, which finally resulted in both drivers spinning out in turn four. The caution flew, putting Tony McGill in the hot seat to win his first career Cheplik Packing Hobby Sock feature event. But at the end of the race, it was Oakdale native Matt Bernard capturing his second career victory by just over two one hundredths of a second over Tony McGill. Matt Bernard spoke on his win in victory lane. He's climbing out of the car, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear for tonight's feature winner in the Chaplet Packing Hobby Socks out of Oakdale, Pennsylvania, just down the road, the number 15 of Matt Bernard. Congratulations. What a what a turn of events. What a roller coaster. You're in the prime spot. You're battling with Jonathan Catellos for that third position. The leaders take themselves out, and you happen to find yourself in the right place at the right time. You'll take it any way you can get it, though, I'm sure. Yeah, I just tried to stay on that bottom, and I knew eventually it would be there because I knew the top wasn't really there, and just hold my keep my momentum up, and hopefully I could 
catch him on the bottom. I was really hoping for that caution to come out. When it did, I was pretty happy. So, <laughs> You got your first career win here just on opening night just a few months back. You get number two pretty quickly for the most part. It's got to feel good. This car looks like it's feeling good. You've been close pretty much every single week. You've been right where you needed to be, but the cards all align. Everything aligns here tonight. You get it done. Yeah, it's finally got this thing on rails, man, and then trying to figure out the bottom. I'm not used to running the bottom, but got his stick down there and coming off that last turn it just it hooked up and he was ringing tires so but i got to thank all the other guys that we race against i mean it's a hell of a race come out here and run with these guys every night yeah you you have a very impressive field of cars here in this division it's it's undoubtedly one of the top divisions in in not only just at pittsburgh's pennsylvania motor speedway but I would say in Western Pennsylvania, it's just top notch. Going into tonight, you got weather. You've got a different kind of track than what you're used to. What goes through your mind on that on a night like that, where you really got to th- throw caution into the wind and figure things out on this car? Honestly, I just hoping everything went right. Did a couple tire pressure adjustments and we went out and sent it. That was about it. <laughs> People that you would like to thank for everything here tonight, your crew, your sponsors. I want to thank all my sponsors, Advanced Auto, Our Cars. Um, Auto body and detailing. Um, I want to thank Paul's Auto Body and Custom, Hot Dogs, um, Advanced Auto, uh, Biber's Garage, and um, Brant T. Miller Establishment. And there's a few others I can't remember right now, but. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it once again for tonight's feature winner of the Chaplick Packing Hobby Stocks. It is the number 15. It is Matt Bernard. Congratulations, Matt. As I mentioned, Tony McGill would finish second. Cody Catellus filled in for his brother Logan once again this week and finished third. Frank McGill would rebound for fourth, and Mark Corio rounded out the top five. Frank McGill was the sole heat race winner. Next event at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway will be this Saturday, August the 13th. The Wee Willie White Memorial, presented by Carnegie Beer Outlet, takes center stage for the Cheplick Packing Hobby Stocks. It will be night number four of five for their summer series, with $1,055 going to the winner. The 55 is important because that was Willie's car number. The Hobby Socks will be joined by our action event divisions, including the Rorick Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models, the PPMS Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, and the Crawford Auto Repair Open 4 Cylinders, and Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Guns rejoin us after having this past weekend off. Also, it'll be a kids' bike race night, as kids' bike races will be taking place on the front stretch of Dirt's Monster Half Mile. Kids aged 2 to 16 will be able to compete as long as they have a helmet and a non-electric pedal bicycle. Gates open at 5 with hot laps at 6. Racing starts at 7. For all scheduling and ticketing information, as well as our updated point standings and online exclusive racing program, please visit ppms.com. And be sure, if you haven't already, to follow us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. For Rapid on Racing, I'm Tyler Harris. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George, 
Ford Steel City Classic and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed LeBoo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. Business owners, if your ad was here, our listeners could find out about your company. Speedway Productions has several advertising packages to fit your budget. Rappin' on Racing airs live Mondays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, RappinOnRacing.com, or Hulu Television. You can also listen on your computer, iPhone, or iPad. Don and his co-hosts present the good, the bad, and the ugly of local racing. The two-hour show features local track reports, special guests, driver interviews, and all of the national racing news. Check out the show and let us know if you are interested in becoming a marketing partner. For additional information, call 412-999-6625 or email rappinonracing at gmail.com. Listeners, joining us now is Jonathan Catellus. He picked up his first career win at Pittsburgh on Fan Appreciation Night. Jonathan, thanks for being with us. Hey, thank you, Don. Great to be here. Now, I want to start with how the evening uh, progressed. Uh, it wasn't good. So let's start with all the things that happened to your team when a car rolled over and actually came over the fence into the pits. Uh, pick the story up from there. Well, um, definitely a sight. Uh, we were getting ready to go for hot laps, and uh, I was getting in my car, and Logan happened to be by my brother Cody's truck, and late models were out for hot laps, and I'm getting in my car, and I look over, and I heard a big noise, and there's a late model on top of my pap's truck. And my brother's girlfriend, JC, ran over there, and, you know, she saw Logan first, and I ran over to the driver, and, you know, I, asked, I yelled, is he okay? And, you know, he said he was good, and it just... It felt like a dream. Just you never in a million years something like that would happen. Like a bad dream. Now a lot of damage yeah. to uh, Grandpa's truck. Is it totaled? Uh, we don't know yet. Uh, my truck actually had some damage, and Cody's truck actually got some damage as well. But my pap definitely got the worst of it. Now wasn't Logan like between a couple of the trucks, and he got hurt? He was, I think, I don't know if he was getting in a suit, but he was in between Cody's truck and my pap's truck. And my pap's truck, when it got hit, it pushed Logan into Cody's truck. Didn't pin him, but it basically threw him into Cody's truck. Wow. Well, thank goodness everybody's okay. You know, 
I have trouble keeping track of all the catalysis because there's so many, and I guess they've all been to Victory Lane. So <clears throat> let's start with Grant Pep, Andrew. Uh, he was out for one or two races in the 1K. Um, I watched him race for many years in his car 64, but had no idea that at this time in the future he would have so many uh, family members racing, and I think it's wonderful. Yeah, uh, it definitely is. Um, you know, he, he never wants to give it up, and you know, whenever he has a chance to get in a car, he wants to get in and uh, compete with us. Now, how about the '65 Hobby Stock? They have one win. Who? Which driver was that? That would be my dad, Gary. Okay. All right. So he's been to Victory Lane. Okay. Then the one, the one K Pro Stock. Uh, which which member is that? That's um, our older brother, Cody. He has two wins now, and then he also runs up at Lernerville on Friday nights. Okay. And you're in the 2K. Now, did you have engine trouble or something with your car? Because the 2K was covered over the regular number. What's the story with that? A <laughs> um, couple weeks ago, I was it was a feature, and I looked down at zero oil pressure, which... Surprisingly, I was able to drive it on the trailer that night. I pulled off the track. We don't know if it's an engine problem or the oil gauge went bad, but we haven't had a chance to look at it, so we just tarped it for now, and Cody let me drive his um, hobby stock. Wow. Now, the 64K, is that Logan? Yes, Logan drives the 64. And he has two wins. Well, you got to have a lot of pictures in Victory Lane with the Catalyst clan. How many people come with your team on a Saturday night? Uh, well, there's, it's, it's over, I think, 20. And, you know, it's even more when we have our other um, drivers like Lucas Weaver, Derek Quigley, Todd Weldon come down and, you know, they race too. So that brings a lot more people. <laughs> And the, the, all these people are from the same uh, neighborhood or the same town? Uh, very close. Uh, Todd, you know, he lives in Monongahela. That's where our business is located. And then um, Lucas and Derek work for us. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But, you know, every week this season, there's been at least one first-time winner at Pittsburgh. And the same could be said for Saturday night, that fan appreciation night. Uh, they got at What was nice, the fans got to meet their favorite driver on the front stretch. A lot of people there. The Scots were there, and they had a special uh, situation at the track. Uh, they, uh, Pittsburgh had eight heat races and five features. Uh, ben Police picked it up in the late models. And then you uh, picked up your first career win in the hobby stocks. How did that feel? I, like I said, it definitely felt like a dream. You know, it, you know, especially I beat my dad. My dad led that whole race until three laps to go. And, you know, I called up to him and I passed him. And he said to me after the race, since I was in Cody's hobby stock, thought that was Cody and he's like holy crap that's John and um, that car Cody's car just it was on a rocket that night and I was able to you know just bring it in for the win well when I talked to dad he said he was more happy with you beating him than if he would have won the race he was so proud and that's a good dad oh yeah he uh, he does a lot for us and uh, we actually watched the GoPro video from him and he was he was fist pumping on the back straight away yeah. on the last lap because, you know, I was 
going for the checkered. <laughs> Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Jonathan Catellus, one of the many Catellus drivers at Pittsburgh. Now, uh, Hoods Up uh, Oil is is your main sponsor, but who else is on your car or whichever car you he- seem to be driving? Let's name some of the sponsors for the d- different teams. Um, so my car, well, my 2K car and Cody's car, we have uh, Top Care Lawn Care, Drew's Auto Service, Mighty Auto Parts, there's um, Royal Purple, Weaver's Plumbing, um, Psycho Performance, and uh, I think Chem Oil, too, yeah. That's a lot of good people. Now, <laughs> on, a, on a night, and I understand now that all the cars are in one location, is that correct? <clears throat> yeah, we actually relocated our race shop when my pap retired. We moved down the street. Um, so we have six six race cars are sitting there at that one shop. Wow. So on work night there, that must be quite a contingent of uh, mechanics and drivers and team members there. Uh, how many people are there on a work night? Um, typically it's just, you know, me, um, Cody, Logan, my little brother, Blake, uh, my, my dad and my, uh, pap and, uh, my dad's, uh, girlfriend, Melissa and, uh, Cody's girlfriend. And we'll, you know, we do tires and bowl check and just, you know, if there's body damage, fix that. But, uh, during the day, usually my dad and pap are down there doing the bigger mechanical work on the cars. Your brother, Blake, how old is he? He just turned um, 13. So it would be a couple years before there's another Catellus racing, correct? <laughs> yeah, so, well, we talked about it. He might get in the car next year if we find the right young gun. So we, he might be out next year. We don't know yet. That would be amazing. I mean, over the years, I've been doing this for 43 years, and I've had fathers and sons, fathers and daughters. Uh, I've had a lot of combinations, a lot of third-generation drivers, but I've never had a case where there's one, two, three, four, five, five and one coming, six drivers all from the same family. That is amazing. Now, yeah, I guess that's what happens when you have four boys. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, will, will the team be parking in a different place based on what happened? Uh, we discussed it, but we're, we're still not sure. If Pittsburgh does something with that guardrail, because I guess it was dirt piled up over the years, and that guardrail is not very high anymore. So we, we're not sure yet. We might relocate, but we've been parking there for so long, it's kind of hard to yeah. move somewhere else. Yeah, that's kind of, I know when I was doing on-track announcing down there, there was a group of people with uh, Tomai and some of the others and backstretch boys, and there'd be six or eight of them. Same scenario. They all friends. They all pitted together. They all helped each other. So now the, uh, the duct tape number uh, on the car that you're going to be driving, will that be for the rest of the year, or do you think if you ever get a chance you'll be able to see what the story is with your oil pressure? Uh, my dad said, I think we're just going to ride driving Cody's car for the rest of the year. Yeah. We're not until we know what's going on with my car, but Cody's car just works so much better than mine that I think I'll just be in that car the rest of the year. Now, who does your engines? Um, well, my pap does a lot of the engine work. Um, honestly, I'm not certainly sure who we get them from. Yeah. 
That'd be a question for my dad and Pap. They, uh, they know all the secrets. <laughs> well, apparently, the, whoever it is, they're doing a really good job. Uh, we're coming up on a commercial. Have we missed anything? Is there any, anything you would like to add? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, I want to wish you continued success. I'm glad that you're, uh, that Logan is okay, and hopefully uh, you get this uh, damaged truck situation uh, taken care of. And uh, I thank you again for being with us. All right. Thank you, Don. Jonathan, I understand that uh, your dad was overwhelmed by all the people calling to see if Logan was okay. Yeah, during the week, he got a lot of messages, and even at night, you know, people were very concerned for Logan, and uh, I just want to thank all those people that were, you know, messages through Facebook and calling and just all the prayers. I just want to thank them for um, letting us, you know, know they were uh, thinking about him. Well, racing's a family, and the family looks after family members, and I think it's wonderful that he got all those responses because they wanted to make sure that... Logan was okay. All right. Well, I want to thank you again for being with us. I appreciate it, and good luck. Thank you, Don. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. We're at Jennerstown Speedway, and we're kind of in a rain delay at the Motor Mountain Masters. And joining us is Preston Coe. Preston, 
I guess you're officially now, according to, to Don Gamble, one of the newest members of Rapid on Racing. We had a chance to, myself and Don, hear your first interview. It was really good. Uh, it, it's just a different perspective because now you're the driver, and you get to see it from the driver's side of it, and you also get to see it from the media side. And it's a little bit different, but what made you kind of decide that you want to, want to do this, and how did you reach out to Don? Well, actually, Don reached out to me and, and gave me a phone call and asked if I would want to give a, uh, give an interview to a driver. And I was like, absolutely, because we did the uh, I was up in the booth one night at Jennerstown, you know, and we we nailed it. I, I, I thought I did a pretty bang up job with it. A lot of people liked the the commentary I gave, and then Don gave me a call and was like, hey, would you want to do this? And I was like, absolutely. I, I thought, you know, why not? just try things from a different perspective and I just want to roll with it and have some fun with it. Well, the great thing about the, our younger generation is you guys are the, the technical part of it, the social media. Sometimes we always say it's very good, but then it's also very bad, but the, you know, you're very good at getting it out to your content on your Facebook page because you promote not only yourself but you promote your sponsors as well as well but the neat part about it from my standpoint is it you also drive a dirt modified as well so you have the experience on the dirt and then you have the perspective and you're still learning the asphalt and it's 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 a, it's, a, it's usually quite an experience but to be able to take the both of that and then it's 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 always funny where you know in the back of your mind who am i going to talk to and yeah. it, that's that's always the you know who do you do and i know I, I i speak to dawn usually before i go to a track and sometimes i have a plan and sometimes i don't like right now there's no plan so we're like i said we're in this rain delay and it's the tracks drying up nicely but uh you know just to wrap things up you know some things that you want to maybe try to through wrapping on race and do for the rest of the year well i'd like to do a couple more interviews i'd like to you know I'd like to see their perspective of how maybe how they're racing, how they're driving. Because for me, you know, I, I have my own perspective on racing and how to handle corners or straightaways or passing or blocking or this, that, and the other. I like to see other drivers' perspective on that, and I like to see how they, how are they feeling as themselves. As did they accomplish enough, or do they want strive strive for more? Or do you do you feel like they've had enough in their career and they want to just settle down now? Like, there's a lot of things I'd like to pick people's brains about and see maybe what I can learn as a driver to apply that to my life. One thing we want to teach you as an ambassador, as a driver, and then this is, Don's been on a big crusade now, is we call it uh, Victory Lane 101. And our favorite no-no is, I would like to thank my sponsors. They know who they are. Well, we're getting some good feedback because we're hearing some great Victory Lane interviews. So, what I'd like to do from your side is when you know if you're in Victory Lane, you use a cheat sheet. Look at the, you look at your car, and these guys or ladies that you're going to interview, let's you know let's talk to them and you know make them aware of you know how how you can promote yourself the way you do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I yeah. I, if I was if I'm ever if I, when I make it to Victory Lane, hopefully we do. Um, I, I'm. I like to make sure my sponsors are known. I don't, I don't leave anybody out. 
And if I do, I make sure on our social media they know that, hey, you guys are a part of our team and you guys contribute a lot for us and help us out. And I hope, you know, other racers and other drivers just... You know, when they when they do their own victory lane interviews, when they come to have that chance, they do the same because sponsors do a lot for us in this business, and I, I I appreciate every sponsor that comes aboard. Like for instance, we got model uniforms on for this season. Uh, they have been phenomenal with us. They've given us gear to the track. They've helped us do raffles for the fans. We've there's been a lot that we've done together as a driver and uh, as a driver team and and the sponsor coming aboard that we've really helped like help grow together and I feel like that's one thing most drivers need drivers and even like like track officials or like you know GMs of tracks just connecting with your sponsors helping them like I think that's one thing that Bill Rybar does really well is he connects with the sponsor and helps them grow with the track and I think that's very important to learn. Well, the toughest thing that so many drivers learn is if you don't communicate with the sponsor or stay in touch, not only do you ruin it for yourself that next year, because there's been situations where all of a sudden that person is not there or they leave the sport entirely. So, well, the track's trying. We know you got some things to accomplish. You know, have fun at, at the Masters tonight. I know it's a light field of cars, but uh, you know, no, no pressure on you. Uh, we have this kind of thing on Wrapping on Racing. It's like when we interview, good things happen. So we'll see what happens this evening. So best of luck. Thank you, and thanks for the good luck as well. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George 
Heritage Steel City Classic and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed LeBoom Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Howie Bayless. Race fans, you always hear from the drivers. Right now, we're going to grab a word with one of the more successful car owners in the crate late models, Dirk Neal. Your uh, past year, at 22 races, your driver won $30,000. Your car has won the Lou Emming Memorial, Bill Emming Memorial, the past two years. How does it feel to have that success on a limited schedule? Oh, very, very. Just feels fantastic. I mean, uh, when you have a guy like Mark Whitener in your corner, I mean, driving just with his ability and his confidence, I mean, it's it's just a tremendous feeling. And you guys don't travel with Mark. I mean, Mark's from Florida. He runs a lot of the crate stuff down there. But when he's down there, he's in his cars, which I believe are Barry Wright chassis. You bring him up here. And the common denominator, I believe, is Brian Doherty with the Integra Shocks. And it just seems like when he gets in your car, it's pure magic. Yeah. I mean, Mark will tell you he doesn't even know what shocks and springs. I think he does, but he'll tell you he don't even know what shocks and springs are on it. But, I mean, yeah, all the credit goes to Brian. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, he's the mastermind behind it all. And here tonight, you're helping Brian with his stock car. And it just goes to show you guys... When you got somebody like Brian Doherty, Mark Whitener, and your team, man, the sky's the limit. Have you guys thought about maybe heading down south and doing some of the crate stuff? Or I believe it or not, uh, Mark Whitener has asked if we would bring that rocket down to Florida. So, I mean, time will tell. I mean, I'm not sure if we will or not, but he would love to run it down there in uh, East Bay and stuff at the beginning of the season, January and February. Or is that just the... Uh the June car, you know, he comes up here in June and makes some money with it. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> hey, how hard is it to know you got a car that can win big races sitting in your garage and not be out there every weekend racing it? Well, it's a good place for it sometimes. I mean, some of the local tracks, you know, I mean, guys are just busting up equipment. And, I mean, it's, you know, everybody will tell you it's, it's, it's not cheap anymore. Not that it ever was, but, I mean, fuel, tires, I mean, cars, everything's just very expensive now. Parts, if you can get them, everything's expensive. Now, your son Corey races some, too, in the car. Does he be extra, is he extra careful with it, knowing the pedigree of that car, or? Do you have one for Mark or one for Corey? I mean, uh, Corey's always been very cautious. I mean, he takes pride in the equipment and stuff and does very well with it. Now, are we going to see your car out later on this year? Or is she's in a good place right now, sitting in the corner with uh, that $20,000 winter check? It's, it's tucked away right now, but, yeah, we'll be back out. Hey, now's a chance for you to go ahead and thank everybody that helps make the successful team that you have. Well, first of all, first and foremost, obviously, we have already touched on it. Brian Doherty, Doherty Motorsports, uh, Mike Ray with uh, Big Frog Motorsports. If he's not working on his own stuff, I mean, Mike's 
here tonight and helping on Brian's car and has done a tremendous thing, you know, with that crate car. I mean, because he's helped Mark with his stuff down in Florida. And just like to thank all of our sponsors, uh, Weather Capital Auto Sales, CRW, Kevin Neal Auction Service, Huey Brothers, Salak Well Service. I mean, just a lot of people that just give us a little bit here and there. Every little bit helps. Hey, I appreciate your time and what all you do for racing. Thank you, Mr. Neal. Thank you, Holly. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. Fans, we're at Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. It's fan appreciation night. And we got all the cars on the front straightaway. And joining us, the driver, the number nine, Mike Ref. Mike, you got to go back a few years, but this event, you were once that kid in the stands that was here waiting to see your heroes. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Three, four years old, I'd still got pictures sitting on Ben Miley, Mike Sears lap, Lou Bradish, you know, all the old school guys. And uh, it's always been a great time. When it goes full circle, it has to be special. Absolutely. It's it's a blast, you know, making the, these kids smile and everything else. It's, it's a fun time. Well, we did it. We didn't get all the goodies, did we? No, no. We, we, got, we got them loaded up with candy, stickers, koozies, pictures, and we're doing it right this year. Well, have fun this evening. Thank you, sir. As we continue our walk on Fan Appreciation Day, we're with uh, the driver of the number 14, Ben Police. Ben, look up there at the crowd. Look at the smiles on those kids' faces. I was just talking to Mike Ref. 
you have to go back a few years and you guys are in this situation it's got to be a lot of fun for you oh absolutely as I was a kid growing up you know Interstate 79 was my my Friday night get off school and to the races we went and I remember doing this as a kid and I just absolutely loved it um, it, it means a lot you know to see everybody you know now the young kids and I'm I'm older and you know I, I still get excited for it we all do who was your hero growing up you know I was always a big Chubb Frank and uh, Scott Bloomquist fan and and now you know Chubb Frank might show up here in a crate car anytime so you know those were those are my two guys that I, I loved um, still like them but uh, we'll see well have fun this evening all right thank you as we walk down <laughs> our, our line here we're talking to Daryl Charlier Daryl I talked to Mike I talked to Ben this has to be like I know it's special you got a young son you were doing this back with your dad how special is it to see these kids and we didn't get all the goodies we got when we were racing but uh, yeah kind of spoil them yeah I mean I think everybody kind of upped their game back from 20 years ago when it was just signing autographs but now yeah uh, frisbees wristbands candy all kind of stuff uh, it's always enjoyable to see the kids and, and them smiling and getting pictures with them and signing so it's always a fun time well again you got a big line here for a lot a lot of people are familiar with the uh, 3RK, so have fun, Daryl. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're going to try to talk, take a, a short talk with Brian Hutchko. Brian, a lot of stuff on the car, T-shirts, goodies, photos. Talk to the drivers here. This is, has to be one of the most fulfilling nights you guys have as a drivers because you guys relived this back 20-some years ago. Now to have these young fans here has to be special. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember back when I was a little kid coming here and doing this. It, it was such a joy to come down here and meet the drivers. And then the fans for me now, because I used to be in that situation, is just, it's so rewarding and it's the most memorable thing of racing for me is to meet all the fans and the kids and trying to make a good good thing for them. I've been talking to some of the drivers. Unfortunately, we did this about 30, 40 years ago. We didn't get all these goodies, did we? No, no. The sponsors nowadays, they, they kick up a lot of stuff. I got shirts from Always Safe Flagging, Traffic Control, uh, beer koozies from uh, Real Nuts Vodka. No no beer for the kids, just for, no. the, just for the adults, all right? Yeah, just for the adults, yes. All right, have fun, Brian. Thank you, you too. Nick Kachubo, all, all kind of goodies here. I'm, I'm walking around talking to you guys because we got the you know blue and white number 10 here the consensus is you relived this like 20 years ago how fun is this you got this this what a heck of a crowd they're still coming out of the grandstands goodies for everybody yeah for sure this is my favorite night of the year um you know and i remember being a kid doing this same thing coming down on the racetrack gathering autographs meeting the drivers this is the best night of the year so i'm glad to see everybody come down we just got autographs these guys get everything now, don't they? I know. It's like trick-or-treat in July. It is. Well, have fun tonight, Nick. All right. Thanks, Dave. We're still continuing our tour down the front straight. We run into the Still City Outlaw, Tim Schaefer. Tim, normally you do this in a 410. This is probably the first time maybe you've done it. Fan appreciation night in Pittsburgh on a front straight with a, with a late model. A little bit different, but a lot of fun with these kids coming up and getting the autographs and seeing the smiles on your face. It's got to be it's got to make the evening worthwhile, even if you don't win. Oh, absolutely. Just having them here is big. You know, we get their interest, and it's hard to get too many other things to do nowadays, you know. And, 
it's great seeing them out here because you know I race all over the place and uh, it's awesome to have the kids involved because that's what's going to make our sport later on um, and what they're doing here is really awesome this really gets them involved they get to come down not see the drivers see the cars and what it's about you know, it's really neat yeah, but the, the irony of it is a lot of probably don't know who Tim Schaefer is they know Tim Schaefer the great late model driver from Pittsburgh they don't know you as a Hall of Fame driver but again a lot of people want an autograph and again just enjoy and have fun this evening Tim thank you I uh, love being here thanks how you doing remember Dave from my dad Tim, we're walking Tim and our pit walk and it, it, we'll still say he's a driver driver promoter he's everywhere Vince Laboon yeah, yeah you got yeah no one wants to give you a ride they know the history but know, exactly. uh, you got Unwanted. Connor yeah, yeah you got Connor with you just uh, I haven't seen Connor since the memorial race yeah. had a lot of fun at the memorial race Connor <laughs> your dad went through this and, and this is special I've been talking to Timmy Schaefer Mike Raff Brian Hutchko all these guys and you know what when they were your age they were doing the same thing, except same with your dad. When their dad's a little younger than me, we didn't get all the goodies though. We yeah. just we just got an autograph. So how are you doing this evening, Connor? Good. I'm so good. Who, who are you trying to seek out? Who, who who's your favorite tonight? Whoever has the most candy, right? Yeah. Um, I think two L. Two L. That that might the be the, the that might be, you, that might be Dan, huh? Dan yeah. Lepro. Dan yeah. Lepro. Yep. Why do you like Dan Lepro? Because he has my favorite kind of candy at the autograph night tonight. <laughs> so it's not about the autographs, night, it's about the candy, right, Connor? Yeah. All right, we got a big smile on your face. Your dad's got a big smile on his face. Have fun this evening, bud. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. We're continuing our front stretch walk, and we're here with the big horn, Stephen Sheltman. I don't know, I think semi-retirement, but you're like a kid that like, you can't get away from it. I see your, your old car. I know where your old, old car is. I think that's going to be in mothballs up in the museum at the shop because that car is never going to be sold. And then your old hobby stock has got a new home. And then I know there's some plans, but I kind of got a little... Little, little sampling here what they might be but we're not going to break it but when it when it comes time I want you to call Don and I and wrap on our racing so we can announce what Shelton's going to be doing in the future. I'm ready to announce it whenever you guys want but uh, yeah my old car's got nine championships and 100 wins on it so it's going to be like a, going to Quaker Steak or something like that on top of Keystone Coachworks shop it's just going to be on a little turntable make it look pretty but uh, yeah this car I sold it to Ben Laboon for his daughter or whenever she's ready to move up in the next year or so. But he's going to let me and Mike Ref drive it. Uh, did a little bit of research and development and try to crazy setup on it. And as everyone can see in the heat race, it really didn't work. So I told him we're just going to try and baby it for the rest of the night and put it back to the tried and true setup that Greg Beach had on it and uh, go from there. That, that tells me you're a better driver than a crew chief, right? Yeah, I, I, I tried something. I, it was, I knew it was either going to be a, a yes or a no. There was going to be no middle ground of it eh, kind of working. It, it definitely didn't work. So I, we're going to put it back to where it was and make it good. And uh, I guess I'll tell a little bit of the story. But we're going to North Wilkesboro in October and uh, got a brand new car for that. So I'm excited. Well, not too much. We'll, we'll break it on wrapping on race. And Don or myself will give you a shout. And we'll when that time comes, because I know North Wilkesboro is coming up pretty soon so we'll do that but again you went through this as a kid I've talked to Mike Brian Daryl how special 
it is it you just relive memories yeah it's going to be pretty cool to uh it's pretty cool to it's well it's weird to drive this car after i know it's sold but uh i just gotta get it good enough to where i feel comfortable putting emmy in it next year because i know how much ben wants her to do well and be safe at the same time so that's the main goal get it ready and where it's supposed to be for her next year it's like letting go that favorite pair of shoes right yeah, it's 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 kind of hard, but it's a race car, like AJ said. He goes, they come and go, but well, have fun. I appreciate. It. Thanks. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Jennerstown Speedway. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store, or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. 
And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. We're over here at the the Catellus compound. It's, I wouldn't be getting to happen what happened earlier this evening. Crazy evening, but uh, just signing a lot of autographs for a lot of kids, having a good year, but every driver. And a few years ago, you were in this situation, the fan in the stand, having a lot of fun. A lot of autographs, a lot of memories. Oh, yeah. I, um, I remember coming down here every year. It's a lot different now that the tables are turning. I'm here with a car. I mean, it. Uh, this is awesome that they do this for the kids and all the fans, and we're, you know, really happy to be a part of it. Well, you had a pretty good hot run in a heat race. Hopefully you can have that in the feature and take care, make sure these kids leave with smiles on your faces. Oh, for sure. That's what it's all about, the kids, you know, the fans, all the families involved. Racing's a family sport. And, uh, yeah, we got a good hot rod. A lot of people work on this thing and hope to put in victory lane tonight. All right. Have fun. Thank you. We're continuing our, our walk down the front right away. We're here with Jam and Johnny Mollick. Johnny, you've done a lot of these in the late model, the crate late model. First year on a sprint car. You're here tonight just kind of basically showing an upcoming event that's going to be having a bit a lot of fun and the crowd here the smile on the kids faces they're looking at this this race car and saying what the heck is a 410 sprint car yeah it's really different it is really different we just come here to test some stuff because we're half an hour away you want to climb in there go ahead um yeah so we're just here to test some stuff i didn't realize it was autograph night so um but yeah let the kids enjoy it check it out and see what they want to see yeah the, the smiles are just priceless i mean you could put it in victor lane a thousand times and just yeah. to see these smiles getting in your car is all worth the effort. Yes, it is. Yeah, these kids really love this thing. I was really shocked, I'll be honest with you. Hang on, We're talking to Ben Anton. Ben, the general consensus tonight, heck of a crowd. I'm talking to Daryl Charlier, Mike Reff. This is what you got, you grew up with. This wasn't that many years ago. You know, you've taken this where you've had an opportunity to begin to not only come to the races, come to the races with your dad, race, you turn it into an education at UNOH, and now tonight you're back. You probably had a lot of things you could do on a Saturday night, but it's fan appreciation night. Wasn't that many years ago you guys were getting the candy. Mm-hmm. It's great coming back out here, seeing a lot of kids, seeing a lot of pictures, a lot of signatures, giving away two bikes to two special kids. It's going to be a great time. So let's talk about the bikes. Is this just something that the Antons are doing, or do you have some sponsors that are you know, providing the bikes to, to you know, two young individuals? So it's us, the McGills, the Sheltmans, AJ Poljack, we all got together. That was a great idea to give two bikes away to two special kids tonight. Well, what you need to do, you know, like the, the consummate, the reporter that I am. Make sure you guys get someone, one of your staff here, to take some pictures. Make sure you paste it on Facebook so we all know who won the bikes. Yes, sir. We will. All right, Ben, have fun. Joining us now is Cassidy Kameter. Cassidy, I actually came over from the candy, but if I went to each car, I would be, this is like trick or treat on the front straightaway here. Like, when I got autographs, when I was these kids' age, we got an autograph. You guys are spoiled now. And you're not that old. I watched you grow up, but this wasn't too many years removed. You were these kids' age, and now 
you're signing autographs. How special is it? I'd say this is my favorite night of the year. I love when like the little kids come over and they want my autograph because I remember when I was that little kid and was just so excited to meet everyone. It's funny. Every driver I talk to tells me that sentiment. It's my favorite night of the year. And a saying that I always have is, and I'm getting old now. I'm not going to tell you how old, but I always have that little kid in me. And when I see stuff like this, it's a lot of fun. But, you know, you're having a good year. You've got a line here with the kids that want to sign you. The best part that I see is we have such a great sampling of young ladies here at the racetrack. You know, you and, you know, uh, one of the pioneers. And it's just, you know, these little girls now, and you see it in the young guns, dreams come true. So when they were seven years of age, you know, not too later, they're driving a young gun, and maybe, like you said, in a few years, they might be driving a crate late model. Yeah, I really enjoy when the little kids come up. You can just tell how excited they are, especially in the pit sometimes you run into like the little girls in the bathroom and you, they just stare at you and it just makes me feel good that there's people looking up to me. Well again we, it's always one of my favorite nights and I know it's one of yours. Have fun the rest of the night. Thank you. Susie Rudolph. Yeah. You're at the back of the packer. Got here a little late. That's okay. Better late than never. But I look at you you still look like you're about 15. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, I'm not aging quite as well but anyways it's just I talk to the drivers, and I've done a bunch of interviews tonight, short ones. Everybody's having fun. Smiles on their face, passing candy out. When I did this, we got autographs. We just got autographs. But, you know, how special it is. This wasn't too far removed from you where you were that little girl saying, maybe I can drive a race car. Then you started off as the young guns, and now you're trying a four-cylinder. You're beating the old man, which is good. Uh, they say you're tied for points. I don't think so. You got more wins. So wins always break the or the tiebreaker. But again, you know how fun is it to see not only the little boys that come up because they can identify you, but the little girls. It's got to be memorable. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and this is actually my favorite night of the season. Um, I like seeing all the fans, and when they come up and tell me like, "Oh my God, a girl races this car," I'm like, "Heck yeah, I do!" And then they are always all excited, and I don't know, I just really enjoy it. I think what we got to do, maybe before the end of the year, maybe we got to get someone to just like do a backdrop of all you girls, like with all your cars just kind of lined up. I said, I think it would be, you know, the, the young ladies of Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, something like that. But uh, yeah, it, it's just the, everybody, every driver has told me from the older ones to the younger ones that this is their favorite night. And I know it's one of my favorite nights. I was at a track last week, Hummingbird. They had it. It's just takes a little bit of time, makes the evening a little bit long, but at the same time, smiles on everybody's faces. Yeah, it takes a little bit longer, but it's all worth it. Well, have fun. Thank you. Here we are. Fan appreciation night. I'm talking to Todd Weldon. No driver's suit. You got to be kidding. Uh, what else is new? It's uh, more motor problems, and you know, this thing's. As we were talking the other day, wouldn't honestly be uh, upset if it would have kicked the rod because that thing's been through hell and back. I mean, it's been a really good motor. We bought it used, and so might be in the market for another backup while our other one's finishing up. But yeah, I mean, just standing down here enjoying, helping a Catalyst 
bases out and hoping that we can end the night in victory lane. I ran into Sheltman over there. He's still like attached to his car every new he sold it. I said it's like an old pair of boots, you can't let it go. But I've talked to so many drivers in this last ten minutes and we're just kinda of hitting and missing, reminiscing of little things. But the general consensus is this is most drivers' favorite night of the year. Other than, you know, when you put it in victory lane, it's always special. But to see these kids, the crowd here at PMS tonight, it's just phenomenal. And, and I look back at so many of you guys. It wasn't that long ago you were these kids getting autographs. And, like, when your dad and I did this, and we just got autographs. We got no candy. So this is like Halloween nowadays. Oh, I know, yeah. No, I remember uh, I still have all my flags from here. You know, I got a, I got a Nick Kachu a frisbee that I don't let him forget that I have so no it's really cool you know I just love signing stuff for fans it's really cool whenever somebody comes down to the stands knows your name they want you to sign their shirt they want a t-shirt or you know they want a picture so it's uh it's really really a nice gesture and uh always love doing anything for the fans so uh, that's why we're here now hopefully we'll, we'll get we'll get that motor situation worked out with the number 45 and we'll have you back here or wherever on the Penn Ohio circuit uh, ladder better part of the rest of the year. Oh yeah, yeah, we're planning on finishing out the year at Lernerville if we can find something or uh, be here or, you know, follow the Penn Ohio deal. Wherever we can go and run pretty good, that's where we'll be. All right, enjoy what's left of our uh, fan appreciation night. Thanks, Dave. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Jennerstown Speedway. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. 
The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th Annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George Steel City Classic and the Two Night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed Laboo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. All right, listeners, co-host Dave is back, and we're going to do some results. Dave, I'll kick it off with Sharon. Will Thomas had a good night. He won in the Econo Mods and the Pro Stocks. A.J. Flick, who has making a habit of being in victory lane, picked up the win in the sprints. And Ben Eastler won the Rush Sportsman Modifieds. Up at Marion Center, your winner in the Super Late Models was Matt Lux. Nate Smith picked up the win in the Semi-Lates. In the Street Stocks, it was Jimmy Fosnott. In the Strictly Stocks, it was Chris Hickok and Jeff Buber in the four cylinders, Don. Mercer, Dave Murdick, who's no stranger to Victory Lane, scored in the Modifieds. In the Fast Track Modifieds, it was Chaz Wolbert. Adam Kekich scored in the Sprint Cars. In the 305 Sprints, it was Jim Morris. And Andy Thompson scored in the Super Compacts. Up north at Hummingbird, Andrew Gordon takes home $1,500 after taking the checkers in the Ina Memorial shootout. In the super late models, it was Paul Cott, Nick Erskine in the semi-lates in the Economods, Oren Taylor in the 
Purist Box. It was Josh Fields and Sean Hayden in the four cylinders. And if Dave and I didn't mention it, it means they rained out or didn't think it was important to get us the results. Dave, uh, do you have any um, results that we missed? No, I've had a little busy weekend up at Jetterson, and I had a, uh, a company picnic that I had to attend on Sunday, and so my, my, my time on surfing the Internet was minimal. And I, Like you said, if you don't send, to it, send it to us, Don, we can't report it. I understand you're uh, eligible for uh, Uncle of the Year with your nieces taking them to Kennywood. I, I, I truly got some bonus points. Uh, I'll be a little t- probably tired tomorrow. I'm a little sunburned, but uh, as I said, I, I love the little ones and to see their smiles on their faces. And you know how important family is, Don. And uh, it's I have a word. It, it, it's priceless. And like I said, it uh, all the aches and pains I might have tomorrow were certainly worth it. I thank you. You have a good evening. You do the same as well, Don. Jennerstown Speedway proudly presented Rapping on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in next Monday for another installment of Rapping on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all. Stand on it.